guys it is the blazer dads podcast here i am nolan smith i am super excited to be here Uh, alongside me i have jj and jeff jj take it away all right um this is my first podcast but excited to be here and to to try it out i haven't really um done one listened to a bunch of them all around different sports but excited to be here I'm Jeff. Uh, I'll take it away from here. Um, big Blazer fan. Listen to lots of podcasts. This is to my first podcast, but I'm um, excited to talk Blazers and um, kind of give our lowdown of what our thoughts over the season so far and what we expect going forward and hope to have some fun segments for our fans. And um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun ride. I'm super excited. Uh, we're all really close buds. Um, all big blazer fans from various backgrounds so should be should be a fun ride and uh we hope you all are gonna listen in all the tens and tens and tens of you that may may tune in some at some point um (laughs) but yeah uh, a little about myself um i actually this this will be my second podcast got another little charm to put on the bracelet here um Take a listen. Uh, I, I'm into golf big time, so I am on a golf podcast from the back tees. Um, great group of guys over there, um, and this—that's uh, kind of what sparked my intrigue. Was I was like, hey, uh, I can kind of podcast. Maybe um, I love the Blazers probably more than anything. Um, guys over there might might think differently. They might think uh, I I should like Tiger Woods more than anything, but <laughs> Blazers are very close to my heart, and so. It's always been something I want to do, and got a couple of great Blazer dads over here. I am, I'm, I, I gotta come out clean, guys. First, first episode. <laughs> I am not a dad. I uh, am a pursuing. I'm a Padawan. I am trying to become a dad sooner or later. <laughs> um, but these two here, these two got the real experience. So, if you want some great dad stuff, it'll be coming from them. Um, <laughs> Hopefully I don't know I'll about that. They are <laughs> yeah. entertaining, but I don't know about that. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, along the line somewhere, um, we'll have uh, an announcement for Nolan uh, when when he gets <laughs> maybe to put even on Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah this will be have a gender reveal on here. <laughs> yeah. So what about what about you guys? Tell us, tell me a little about yourselves. Tell the world. 
So I, I grew up in, in Utah, um, never went to many jazz games growing up, went to a few. I, I mean, I do say that I didn't go to many games. I did get to go to a finals game with jazz and bulls and Michael Jordan, so that was pretty fun. Oh, uh, man. But did go to, you know, nosebleeds with the rec league growing up, just kind of that stuff. So um, married a girl from Oregon who's a diehard Blazer fan and kind of started getting into it at that point and it's just been uphill from there so it's been it's been good. yeah uphill is a great uh, <laughs> analogy there JJ <laughs> hasn't been you know smooth sailing all the time but, but but that's how you know Blazer fans we all that's how we knit together it's, we all take that uphill climb together yeah, yeah I saw something on Twitter today it was like someone was who's a Blazer writer can't remember who but he was saying how on Twitter it's you get the highest of highs and lowest of lows after one win you see everyone's just jumped on the wagon all optimistic and then the next game everyone's how doomed we are and how many injuries we've had in the past yeah can't can't get away from those injuries <laughs> yeah what about what about you jeff um, about yourself. so uh i grew up a huge basketball fan played basketball my whole life um loved the nba loved college basketball uh, i'd have to say my my first true love of basketball player was vince Vince Carter. Yeah, um, VC Hang. Yeah. <laughs> so had his poster in my room, Air Canada. Um, and whatever team he was on was the team that was my favorite team. Had a Raptors jersey, went to the Nets. And then it kind of got to a point where I realized he just wasn't trying. He's getting a little older. Um, Vince was just in it for the money. Yeah. yeah. Money and, you know, dunks, of yeah. course. But. Um, and then uh, naturally went from Vince to Brandon Roy. I saw him play um, my alma mater and my favorite college team growing up, Utah State, in the uh, NCAA tournament when they were a five seed, and he took it to the Aggies. And I thought, man, this guy's pretty fun to watch. And so with the Huskies. Yep, with with UW. And uh, so then I started to like Brandon Roy. I had his basketball shoes with the. The Nikes, oh, with those the, Nikes with the little seven the on them. Seven on the side. Oh yeah. my gosh, I always wanted those. I so, saw, yeah, I saw those in Foot Locker one time. I was like, I need these, <laughs> but I just couldn't put out the cash, I guess. Yeah, I so I, I rocked those, the the red, white, and black. Um, and then, yeah, from B Roy with those those teams, and um, and then from there it's just Damian Lillard stole my heart and. From then, I've been just diehard Blazer fan from B-Roy to now, and uh, more than ever, seen all the game winners live, and just love being a Blazer fan, love talking about them, love talking about the NBA, and so that's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's what, that is what we are here for, for you guys to listen about our good or bad takes about the Blazers. Or so our wives don't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That That's really what this is, is a therapy session for us. Yeah. We, we just need someone to talk to this about because our wives really don't really don't really care, you know. They, they'll know. listen, mm-hmm. they, they'll go to games, you know, we take them to games and everything, but are, do they really, yeah, do they really have that investment that we do? I'm not sure, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think my wife does, but <laughs> there we go. Whenever there's a, a like a big moment or like something I'm worked up about and I need someone to tell, I'll always start the conversation to my wife and say, "I know you're not going to care about this, but I just have to say it. <laughs> so I just have to tell you about what my thoughts for this game or the refing or whatever." And so she's probably grateful I can do it in another outlet. <laughs> I had to do that today with my wife, but it was 
not about basketball, about Formula One. And I just <laughs> had to get it out, and she's the only one that's going to listen. Oh, yeah. So that, she would appreciate something else. That is me with golf all the time. I'm just like, babe, I just need you to, like, sit here and pretend to listen yeah. while I <laughs> vamp to you about, like, Tiger doing bad or Tiger doing great. So, yeah, they're always there. Very supportive. Yes. We, we love them dearly. <laughs> um, a little bit about myself. Um, grew up here in Oregon. Uh, lived in Wilsonville like my entire life, and I still can't get out of there. <laughs> still stuck. The only time I really got out was when I went to Oregon State for a uh, construction engineering degree, where I now work as a engineer for a construction company downtown, and uh, it's been great. Um, super busy, um, but yeah, I'm married to the love of my life, and uh, she is in school. That is why we are trying to hold off on kids. So <laughs> do not want a uh, pregnant wife who is also a student. So. And a pharmacist. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> it's it's deep in the school. She's going to be 20th grader next year, guys. Are you that's kidding? a lot. Like, what? <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a lot. We heard from a couple couple of doctors last night, and then talking about the schooling they had to go through was just like, wow, I'm, yeah. I'm good with my four years of college. Yeah. One yeah. of them was taking their first job after 17 years after high school. Yeah. Was... That's brutal. Yeah. So, enough about us. Um, let's get into it a little, um, since this is our first um, podcast of the season. Um, there's been a lot, a lot of stuff happening we are um jj jeff remind me what today is Is today the 20th 20th february 20th 20th we're recording and uh first first day back after the all-star break yeah there's a lot going on around the nba um uh we can get right into that actually let's talk about the nba right now it's apparently trey young's going off right as we speak (laughs) um probably pulling some Damian Lillard moves out there. Yeah, um, he had some deep threes tonight on the Heat. Yeah, he dropped fifty, and yeah, he went. I think he was like seventeen for seventeen from the foul line, and it was like nine for twelve from three. Uh, he had a pretty good game. I saw a couple logo shots in there, but you know, Atlanta's half court logo is massive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I think that helps on those logo threes. <laughs> but. Logo Lillard will always stand pat. Um, but yeah, Trey Young had a night. 58 and two boards to go along with it. Got the win against the Heat. Shout out Myers Leonard. Um, I think he's healing up still. Probably, I think I saw something on social media him and his wifey uh, shooting around. Apparently, is, is it L or Ellie? I, I don't know. I always thought it yeah. was L, but been yeah. told it's Ellie. I, you know, know. we're she sorry makes, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Have you have those? Yeah, we have. You have? I want to get them. They're pretty good. Yeah, the banana bread. Shout out level level foods. Yeah. <laughs> right, right here in Lake Oswego. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, a lot going on. So Blazers are Blazers are in trouble right now, guys. We're kind of on the outs, looking in on the playoff picture. If if that is your so desire as a Blazer fan to to be in the playoffs some yeah. might say otherwise i don't know what you guys think are you team tank at this point or team playoff man sometimes it goes i'm all over the, the board on this one uh-huh. but as a blazer fan you just want to see them compete and i think we can't waste any of lillard's good years and yeah i mean 
we're not going to the draft pick's not going to get much better from being eighth in the West or being a lottery pick. So yeah, I, mean, team I, playoff. I think yeah, you know Lillard is in the middle of his prime, and like Jeff said, we're not going to get any much. It's not going to get much better. Um, you know, it's been makes it interesting when you you know the bottom of the seating is losing games, which is then just bumps the Blazers back up and closer to contention, and so then you just have. So you're wave up and down. Which one do you want? Yeah, I feel like there's like a point in the season, probably you know a month or two ago, where it was like, all right, should we tank or should we push for the playoffs? But now it's like, really, are you, I mean, are you benefiting that much from losing a bunch of games right now? Probably not. You're probably not going to fall too far. Well, I think it, it depends so much with, you know, don't want to get too much. I guess we can get kind of into injuries, but with Lillard's. Uh, growing if he's out for a few games you know if it extends into more then you're not going to make a push and there's no point in then trying to get Nurkic back any sooner mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if you know if the motor's not at 100 percent and you're really not going to make that cut do you get Nurkic back or just let him heal the rest of the season give him that much more time off mm-hmm. yeah that's a great point um I saw Lillard uh I don't know if it was today or not I think it was actually during the all-star break but I could be wrong I He's shooting for, you know, he's thinking we're going to need to win 16 to 20 of these last 26 games, I believe. Um, <laughs> I think so. That's 16 and 10 at the worst. Um, and I am right there with him. We we do benefit from one of the easier home stretch schedules here. Yeah, I saw on, I think it was NBA.com, they ranked us the second easiest schedule left. Mm-hmm. And Memphis had the Memphis second hardest. has like one of the hardest. Um, didn't really hear about San Antonio, but I think New Orleans, New Orleans has had like the, the easiest. Yeah. Them won us too. So. so we're four back from Memphis. San Antonio's one back from us. And Pelicans are one and a half back from us. So that's a big game tomorrow night. We got New Orleans coming to town. Big game. No Damien. Big game, but Zion slaughtered us last time. Oh, yeah. That was brutal. <laughs> I, mean, I honestly didn't even watch most of that game. I, To be honest with you guys, I haven't been able to watch a ton of games, which hurts me to say, but um, I, I try to catch everything I can. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, it was brutal last time. I mean, it was over by the halfway through the fourth, probably sooner. Well, it makes it hurt that much more. They had a pretty good lead in the in the first half, first quarter, and it was really just that third quarter, huh? Yeah, it just kind of yeah blew them out. Yeah, when I was I was driving home from work and listening on the radio, and we were up what sixteen to twenty points, and then next thing I know, we're down by twenty again. And so, what have you guys thought of Zion Williams since Ooh. so far this year? I mean, he's doing it in limited minutes too, because they're trying to keep him pretty low on the on the minutes total I think he's playing anywhere from 20 to maybe maxing out around 35 minutes a game um, but the dude is as advertised I would say I mean he's a load and he's he is an athletic freak man yeah, I mean he made that tr- transition from college to NBA no problem and you know and then the discussion up is does he get rookie of the year he won't even play half the season yeah, you know, if he gets it, he'll have done it with 38 games. And I think they're saying on the radio the fewest played was Vince Carter at 50 games when he got it. Shout out VC, VC <laughs> baby. <laughs> so I mean that's not even half the season, but from what he's played, I think deserves it. But John Morant's done 
unreal as well. So. John Moran, I think, is definitely the stiffest competition yeah. he's got. I don't, I don't think. I mean, R.J. Barrett hasn't. Yeah, I haven't seen much really, of R.J. Barrett. I don't know. But it was fun to watch John Morant and Zion during the the upcoming the. What do they call them? The, the Rising, rising stars. 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 Yeah. They had some fun. That was fun to watch. Yeah. We had an interesting discussion with one of my brother-in-laws during that game about who you'd want. Is it like start your franchise yeah. with kind of thing? It was out of jaw. There was Doncic was in that game. Oh. Jaw. Ja, Zion. Doncic Trey is, Young. Doncic is a problem, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is a bona fide star in his second year. Yeah, he's yeah. unreal, and on top of that, just seems like a good, just a good yeah. person. It's almost like yeah. he has like James Harden's game, but I can't hate him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James yeah. Harden. Like I'm just like, oh man, every time. Remember, yeah. was that last year? He hit that crazy like three against us to send it to overtime, where he was yeah, like falling so. out of bounds in the corner. Yeah, yeah. I think that was him. And, but we luckily, I think, hung on overtime. Um, but yeah, that, that guy's special. And Dallas moved up in the draft to get him, and no one else was. Everyone was kind of writing writing him off as the you know the token European guy yeah. who's probably not going to pan out. Yeah, well, I, think I always wonder that because that happened with Porzingis a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Remember seeing the meme of the kid crying on the next pick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Turned out pretty well for them. Yeah. Oh man, if they, if Hellas can keep. Por- I think Porzingis is a free agent after this year. I could be wrong, but... I don't remember. Yeah, um, I think he signed the max with him last year. Actually. Oh, did he? Yeah, so he's oh. locked in long-term. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that would that is a, like, Steve Nash and Dirk all over again, but um, they didn't really keep Nash last time, but yeah. Dirk was something else. Yeah, I was at the Dallas and Portland game earlier this year, and, man, I think that was the game where they hit like 18 19 oh threes. yeah you're right i think and my wife was at that game too <laughs> we went without me of course yeah. <laughs> it seems like they couldn't miss anything yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they they took it to them so let's get back on a little bit of blazer talk here um ton so yeah like i said february here ton has happened this year um what what were your guys's expectations what were your thoughts after some of the off-season moves that Olshay was able to make um I know I know some of mine but one of you one of you take it away I mean I think it was they had an awesome run last season you know that's part mm-hmm. of it is you see the the run that they have and so it's hard to let guys go but at the same time you realize where your weak points are but it does seem you know, you got those couple games in, and you're like, okay, maybe it wasn't as good as moves as we'd all hoped and thought. Mm-hmm. Because you know, the talk was that, hey, they're great, they're great moves. You're bringing, you're coming down in salary somewhat, and you know, got rid of some of those big contracts that people have been hating for so long, like Evan Turner's and Myers Leonard, and and you know, they they did good for what they were, but you needed to to have a change, even though they did so good, but. Mm-hmm kind of took a quick turn at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I'd say it was probably fool's gold at the end of the year, seeing how we finished and kind of just having that faith in Olshay as he negotiated the moves for Rodney Hood and Ennis Canner at the end of last year. And then he was able to get Hood back for pretty cheap. And I think of, of all those players, I wanted Hood back the most. Yeah, that, that was huge. I yeah. love Rodney Hood, man. Yeah, so hopefully he can heal up and he'll be back next year. But, yeah, and I I mean, I was just kind of looking at him across the board 
Um, I mean, I would have, at the time, I thought Bazemore was an upgrade over mm-hmm. Evan Turner. I yeah. thought Whiteside was an upgrade over Myers and um, Mo Harkless. But I just don't think the cohesion was there. And then injuries hit, and some of those players that were going to be role players had to start. And mm-hmm. so. But yeah, yeah, let's be honest. I mean, the injuries just derailed everything. But yeah, when I saw those you know acquisitions happen in the offseason i was a little iffy but it was it felt like we you know sacrificed depth for more higher end talent in like baseball and whiteside and then we were expecting a bigger role out of some of our younger guys um and for was big hype train if you remember from this yeah, summer yeah. yeah everyone was talking about him well, she said that was the best player he's drafted no one was talking about gary trent jr though yeah. <laughs> and look look where we're at now look how that turned out uh anthony i still got a lot of hope for him the dude is like 20 years old yeah, yeah. Still, still and yeah. you can see it, get it yeah, he should have been in the dunk contest yeah yeah oh my gosh dude that guy's he just floats. Like, <laughs> doesn't help that he looks like he's twelve. Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got potential, and definitely um, with under Dame's wing, I got a lot of hope for him. Um, and he can continue to play that backup point guard role, which um, should should help him a little. Um, you know, he's not forced into some huge role all of a sudden. Um, he can develop, and it'll be interesting. Uh, He'll probably be starting these next. Four or five games. Oh yeah, that yeah. Is, that'll be interesting. I didn't, that. I didn't think he was gonna start without yeah. Dame, man. I mean, he could be getting thirty minutes a game. Then again, CJ could run the point for sure. Yeah, we could have Gary still yeah. like, play a two guard or something. Who knows? It, Terry Stotts is very yeah creative with very his crafty. lineups. Yeah, yeah, you never really know what he's gonna do. Um, but yeah, I was hopeful at the and everything. It looked like there was definitely a plan in place with. We, we brought in expiring deals in Whiteside and Bazemore. So we were going to have this big-time flexibility around the trade deadline that, you know, hopefully Nurt comes back around the trade deadline. Um, we ha- You know, at the time, we thought we were going to have Zach Collins, Rodney Hood. Yeah. Um, but you can ship and package uh, picks and Hassan's big contract and maybe Bazemore and get – I mean – the talk was always let's get Kevin Love. Yeah, I saw. We needed a four. I loved trying to get Aaron Gordon. I was so willing to like get rid of. I mean, Bazemore and Gordon's money lined up, and I was so ready to give them a first round pick, and like Gary Trent and Bazemore or something like that for yeah. Aaron Gordon. That would. Oh, yeah. I thought that Aaron would Gordon work. And a money, but yeah, who knows what Orlando's thinking? Obviously. Um, he got chipped in the dunk contest. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> dude. <laughs> that three sixty off the it? backboard was like the nicest dunk I've ever seen. I think his best. I think yeah, against Zach Levine was even oh, better. Yeah. That was that was wild. But yeah, and then the whole thing with uh, Dwayne Wade apparently was supposed to. Did you guys see this? He was supposed to give him a ten. Oh yeah. It's like I, they kind of like agreed. The judges thought they were gonna give him a tie, but Dwayne Wade gave him a nine, <laughs> oh. and like you could totally see it in his reaction, like everyone's looking up at the scoreboard and then uh, Dwayne Wade's like smiling and like looking away and it's like what the heck <laughs> Dwayne Wade of course because it was for his his heat boy right yeah you know, Derek Jones but who can fly oh yeah. my gosh that yeah. guy that guy can get out of the gym in a hurry so um 
yeah, it was a, but back to, you know, it was a fun off season and a lot of high expectations, especially like what JJ was saying, coming off of the Western Conference Finals appearance and looking like we got better on paper, possibly. Um, but you How know. fun were those last, those those games to watch in the playoffs before, you know, yeah. the, it was, against the Nuggets? It was just so fun. So and it, fun yeah, the Nuggets series, big time for sure. And then yeah. it was just so fun to be there in the Western Conference Finals, be one of the last four teams playing. Even yeah. You know, if we get life. swept. Yeah. <laughs> but, By the Warriors. Probably. Who got swept? I don't even know. Who you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that Nuggets series was Rodney Hood and CJ McCollum a lot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. CJ is the one who carried us in that. Yeah. He had the chase down block on. Oh, yeah. That is a very Jamal overlooked Murray. play. Yeah. <laughs> that was... That was critical in that game. Yeah, that was that was like with a minute left. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'll just when I'm bored or whatever, I'll just go and watch highlights from those games. Oh, that was a great game. The man. four overtime game. We were down. Every, you know, typical Blazer fans were already writing us off at halftime. I think. I think yeah. it was a brutal first half. We were like down ten or something. But I think we were down like almost twenty. Yeah, yeah I think we, we were down quite a bit. Right. But yeah, like but at, at halftime, half time, maybe yeah. it was down to ten, twelve or something. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. But just classic Blazer comeback right there. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty awesome. <laughs> sweet. Um, CJ hitting that step back on Tory uh, Craig with thirty seconds they, to go. Denver looks really good this year, man. They they upgraded from within, and did they? Who they bring in? They brought in um, someone else. The guy too. from the Thunder. Um, Oh, oh, Jerry, uh, yeah, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grant. He's a good, you know, versatile player for sure. Yeah, and then They're, they have Michael Porter Jr. who's playing really oh well. Oh, my gosh, them. yeah, that guy needs more minutes. Yeah. Like, I literally turn on the TV or, like, you know, flip through some highlights, and it's Michael Porter Jr. going off. And I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. They struck some gold with that. Hopefully, you know, he yeah. has a long career with, with that back problem that – they're always wary of yeah i was listening to the zach lowe podcast low post the other day and he's talking about those top five players to watch the rest of the year and michael porter jr is one of them popped up on there yeah so let's see what else are we so i mean they we had a you know a good run then all the injuries happened yes that's what really kind of took a turn but it was literally like the worst thing. This is the worst thing that could happen this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and especially it's like okay, you've you've done it. You know, Zach Collins was supposed to flourish in his. Yeah, he was gonna be starting. Now. Gosh, he was like electric on the defensive end in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, for he was, sure. He was killing it. That key key player on defense. Yeah, you know, I mean, we still wouldn't have had Nurkic. We knew that at the point at that time, but um, mm. you know, it was just. It was looking good, and everything just kind of happened real quick that that made it. But yeah, very quick, very very yeah. quick. Yeah, I we're. That, you know, I thought that O'Shea did a really good job on thinking outside of the box to get Anthony. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> that was a that was a crazy notification that came across my phone. Yeah, that was not what I expected. You know, it's kind of hey, this player hasn't played in a year and a half. Let's let's pick him up. It's like that was. Just seems so out of left field, but I know that Lillard and CJ campaigned to get him before, mm-hmm. um, before he went to the Rockets, and um, 
Uh, just yeah, he was very outspoken about not coming here and not wanting to play here, and now he's saying he wants to now retire here. Yeah, he's yeah. saying that. You always uh, wonder. I mean, Ennis Cantor said he loved it here too, and then gets moved to the Celtics and, and kind of bashed us a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah kind of so. like uh, yeah, he didn't really try to bring me back. Or he threw us like under the bus in the off season, and well, Dame went and back Dame, at him. And Dame stood up for the Blazers on that, and uh, yeah. threw him under the bus. Which yeah. Was, it was basically Rodney Hood or Enos Cantor, and I'd pick Rodney Hood day and night. Yeah. Seven days a week and twice on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you yeah. guys feel about that? Carmelo acquiring him. Yeah, uh, that was that was fun. I, to be honest, I was. Uh, it was at the point of the season where it's like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna make it any better or worse. Uh huh. And we were so depleted. I mean. <laughs> I mean, Anthony Tolliver, I think, was hurt for a little bit there. And, like, uh, who was our, uh, our big Haitian? Oh, Scout. Scout. I mean, he got hurt. We were down to, like, having yeah, guys had... that were 6'9 and shorter. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, Caleb Swanigan's playing yeah. 15 minutes a game now. Yeah. He's but... back. We got him for nothing. And, yeah, Anthony's <laughs> role as the four is perfect. I mean, he can... <laughs> I don't think I've ever, like, you know, I've watched a lot of games, and I I don't think I've ever been like, oh, man, Carmelo is, like, looking terrible on defense. Like, he has been giving effort on defense for sure. Yeah. A lot more than I would have anticipated. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's partially because he's playing the four, and ho- hopefully that other player on the opposite end is, you know, he's not – a three, a, a wing who can beat Carmelo with speed, and Carmelo is yeah. fairly tall to begin with, and can at least you know bang around in the post a little if uh, oversized guy. I mean, he's not going to be guarding Zion, and maybe that's what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why Zion had a game against us. But as long as their best player isn't like at that four <laughs> position, then he's a good fit. Yeah, I thought he was a great fit, and you know you're kind of worried about the the culture he brings or the mm-hmm. environment you know you can you hear him not being as great as a teammate but he's seemed to just blend in right yeah right away and proven and well. all of those people wrong for sure yeah I think. yeah i you know i'm just really curious to see how he's gonna fit into the team but and maybe i just haven't fully watched him enough in the past but i'm impressed with how aggressive he is he, he drives pretty hard to the hoop mm-hmm. and he posts up all the time and that, like, things. That he always gets to that like mid-post area yeah. and like either bullies his guy like <laughs> yeah. to the rack or like does his pull-up jumper and it's just yeah, I think he's probably shooting around you know 45-50% from the field. This is exactly what we want from him. Probably high 30s from three. Yeah. Um, and holding the zone on the defensive end and definitely that. Um, you know, meshing with the team. I got to give Damian Lillard credit there because the dude, I think, has finally been recognized as, like, one of the greater leaders in this sport and maybe all of professional sports right now. Yeah, no, he definitely has that leadership skill, and it's not that he's, you know, super outspoken and, and in your face about stuff. He's kind of that, hey, let's let's work on this. Hey, I'm going to be that silent leader. You know, you hear mm-hmm. the stories of him. When new players come in, doesn't matter where they are at in their career, who they are, um, you know, he's happy to go meet them, take them out, you know, get them a suit, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And 
uh, make sure that they feel welcomed and, and a part of it. Um, you know, and you can see that with the play the players that have left the left the team that you know Tim Frazier being mm-hmm. when he goes and mm-hmm. there's games there that they're still yeah he's still a, contact always friends stuff. with you know the Allen Crabs the yeah. Mo Harkless's uh, Alfred Caminos how's Alfred Camino doing I think he got hurt didn't yeah, he yeah he tore his meniscus I think he was a fun blazer man yeah that's not fun that man. was a that was a very love hate with the corner three on Alfred Camino. <laughs> man, you never know what you're gonna get with yeah. him. Gosh, he would either go like five for six from downtown or like one for eight. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Once he put the ball on the floor, man, it was <laughs> oh, the wild, gosh. wild west. That was like my hesitation with Wesley sometimes, Matthews. Like every once in a while on the fast break, you're like. Wesley, you're kind of scaring me when you're dribbling down the floor. <laughs> you shouldn't be. You're a guard, for crying out loud. But he was just like spot up shooter and defender, big time. So yeah, yeah. Alfred Camino, great, great guy. The chief. The chief. <laughs> yeah, loved the music they'd play after he'd score. <laughs> but yeah, I would have to say this about Melo is you kind of forget he's on the team sometime. And I, when we were all at a, a oh, Blazer yeah. fan event together and. We went up to the concourse, and all of a sudden, Mello's a foot away from us, and that was like the first time I've really been like starstruck. Like, hey, it's Mello, of course, wearing a beanie and <laughs> yeah. sitting there and going yeah. to call bingo and yeah, standing yeah. right yeah, next to him. Nice. And it was pretty cool to see someone who's scored over twenty six thousand points in the NBA and had a pretty story story career and be a Hall of Fame. And a long career. Yeah. Yeah, long successful career putting that ball in the bucket. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I was totally, totally agree with you when we were at that like fan fest event, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is Carmelo Anthony." It's so weird that he's in Portland <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, like yeah. he was, he was worldwide. You know, I mean, he still is obviously, but like when he was yeah. in Denver, when he was in New York, there was a lot of talk about Carmelo Anthony on the national media scale all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I've loved the uptick in Blazer fans from that. I've just seen so many more like Twitter followers that are like mellow followers, and they're like, I'm all in on the Blazers now. How do you think that that number went down with him getting the double zero? <laughs> it's always been so very, you know, unspoken about the number seven with the Blazers. What do, what do you think that conversation was like? Or oh, that's a good. Do you think they do you think they said Mellow, you can't have this, or did they? I don't, I don't hey, Melo, this number we haven't quite re- retired yet. <laughs> we should retire, but we don't know yet if we're going to retire. You can't have it. <laughs> for those of you listening, um, if for some reason you don't know this, Brandon Roy was number seven. It's almost like the fans have gone and retired as <laughs> number seven pre um, the organization doing anything about it, which is a very controversial topic, actually, in um, Blazer fan land. Um and whether or not that seven should be retired because he really didn't have a long career with us, but he is often given credit for bringing us out of the Jailblazer era. But then he also left the Blazers and then came back to the NBA with Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. That was kind of threw everybody off because everyone thought, hey, you're injured, you're done, okay. And then all of a sudden it comes back with. Man, he only played five seasons with the Blazers, which is crazy to think. Yeah, I mean, and he was a rookie. He was, like, what Dame is. Yeah, he was, he was a rookie, rookie of the year, year, and then, like, all-star his, like, third year or fourth year. Um, yeah, he was he was an all-star his second, third, and fourth year. <laughs> there you go. Jeez. Yeah. Like, right out the shoot. And, again, another guy who stayed, I think, all four years in college. Yep, 
He was I don't a, remember when we drafted or. He was 22 when we drafted him. I don't remember what pick it was. Do you oh. guys remember? Dame is obviously number six. I can always kind of remember that. Um, and then, like, LaMarcus we got so, in that trade. So is Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy was number six? Sixth pick, sixth overall. pick overall. Did we straight up draft, draft him, or was that a swap? Selected what? by Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> so, and he ended his career there. Yeah. Played five games for them in 2012. So, I don't know if you guys heard about that whole story with like his insurance and whatnot or something on his so right he had like knee problems and i don't know if it was insurance or if it was something else but because he came back and played in the nba like the blazer blazers owed him more money for oh, some reason really? yeah there's there's some uh, i know jason quick did a really in-depth article on this whole situation because they're Apparently is some bad blood. I could be I could be misspoken because I did not go and read the article, which I'm sure gives a deep dive. That um, paywall got you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the athletic <laughs> man. You can get free stuff from us whenever you want, guys. We will never charge you. Um, but yeah, I mean, everyone around Portland loves loves him, but like he doesn't come to games and stuff like that. He lives up in. Washington and coaching high school. Yeah, coaching it? high school at oh, Garfield. Yep, yeah, you're right. I think yeah. it was his alma mater. Um, but yeah, so very. It's a very interesting situation, and if you guys have the time, take a look into it some more. Um, but yeah, Brandon Roy, of course. So come back to it, Carmelo. Um, choosing double <laughs> yeah, zero. Right, sorry, I can talk about Brandon Roy all day. Um, Carmelo, double zero. Is that something to do with double seven? Is it something to do with Dame being the letter O? I don't know. Hello. 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 Yeah. That, oh, it gave us all great hashtags that we yeah. can send, yeah. send out there. So, who knows? But yeah, Carmelo's been great. Carmelo's been great. Um, who else did we bring in? We traded Kent Bazemore for yeah. Tolliver for Trim or Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza. Why was that? And why was that good? And Swanigan. We got Swanigan back for. Oh yeah. And Wenyan Gabriel. Yeah. We got Swanigan with like twenty less pounds too. Yeah. <laughs> it's looking good out there. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say about? So this whole this team right now. Do you guys? I was having a conversation with a good friend, and do you think this team, as constructed, could win a championship? So if everyone's everyone's back healthy, so you have potentially your starting lineup is something like Damian, CJ, maybe Ariza at the three, and Zach at the well. four, and then Nurk at the five. And then off the bench, you'd have, like, Simons. You could, I mean, Gary Trent's going to move down the line, but then you also still have Carmelo and Whiteside. And then Hood. I forgot about Hood, too. I would rather, I think, I think Hood works better in the starting lineup, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Is Ariza on another year contract, or is he a free agent this summer? So that's the, that's the. I think he's on a. The bad part about this hypothetical. <laughs> 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 um, I'm not sure. I, I think Ariza's on a 
a team option, maybe a player option um, for next year. I, yeah, it's a it's an option because I remember seeing it and liking the trade because I was like, oh, it's like he's a expiring deal next year, so mm. we'll have another expiring contract to mess around with during the trade deadline next year. But I think I think Carmelo is a he's just a one year. He'll be so we'd have to re-sign him. Whiteside is a free agent. Um, so yeah, interesting things that could happen during this off season. But forget all that. If if we had that this team fully healthy, do you think this team could win a championship? Hmm. Good question. Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Dame's a. I think that's a, a super deep team. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, health. If we have, if Nurk comes back in the level he was, he was almost our second best player he, before he went down. I mean. I mean yeah, the sorry. game he went down, he had like 32 points, 18 boards. Seth Curry just makes that free throw, man. Oh. <laughs> no, don't, don't <laughs> say I that. Don't want to blame on Seth. But oh, gosh, poor Seth. He is, he is lighting it up, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he is he's lighting it up. He's like breaking his brother's yeah, career yeah. three-point percentage record right now. Yeah, we could use him. The dude's yeah. got a great stroke. Yeah, but yeah, back to it. I mean, if Nurk really did come back healthy and – if hopefully we get him back for at least 20 games of the season see how he plays i'm sure he won't play back-to-backs or be on a minutes restriction for a while but if we can get him back if we have zach collins who showed tons of promise at the beginning of the year i mean those first five six games he was looking like a legit starting four in the league and then yeah if you have hood coming back if he's i mean there's so many if he's healthy mm-hmm. questions here but man he was shooting like 50 percent from three this year before it went down it was like 49 and um if you have that shooting with damon cj to space the floor you have nurks passing and then you have gary trent jr who's come along who i know people are st- still doubting my man gtj <laughs> but yes. um him and simons if simon develops and then i mean i like nasir little he hasn't got much yeah. run this year but I think he's athletic, and I mean, some of his oops this year, and he seems like he's starting to hit the three better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, really, the there's no one in the NBA that's really just there's Head no one that's the Warriors, yeah, yeah, that's just gonna you know they're gonna win the championship. So I mean, the Bucks are really good, but they haven't really proven that they can win the title yet. Um, I mean, LeBron and AD are great for the Lakers, but LeBron get, is getting older every year, and. I mean, he seems to just keep on yeah. going. Dude, LeBron like, boggles my mind. <laughs> I mean, you put them up. I mean, they'd be a great team, but putting them up against the Lakers, I mean, I think it'd be a fun series to watch against the Nuggets and putting them up against the Lakers. I agree it's they're not the Warriors, but how the Warriors have been the last few years. But it's it would still be LeBron just has so much experience in the playoffs that it to him mindset doesn't seem to bother him. Yeah. You know, whereas we don't have – as much experience that you get into those playoffs and it's just such a mm-hmm. mind game at that point that it just makes it that much harder for him but mm-hmm. we've seen lebron take much less lesser teams <laughs> to the finals yeah. too. yeah yes. they're very capable of winning it this year um yeah so i i think when healthy this team's a top four team in the west and then from there i'm curious what moves we'll make i mean i don't I don't know if we'll bring back Whiteside. Mm-hmm. No. 
I'm not so. sure. I'm not sure if I want to or not. Yeah. It just depends on what kind of deal he would sign, obviously. Yeah. I don't want to pay what he's getting paid right now. No, yeah. Nobody's going to pay him what he's getting paid now, thankfully. I mean, he got his money. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think we could win it all if we have this team all healthy. That's crazy. I think that is crazy deep. I mean, you you got to pick between um, Ariza and Hood to start at three, but then off the bench you have a solid squad. I think with Anthony and I'm I'm you know pretending we have Whiteside and Ariza and Carmelo and Gary Trent like you're saying and Nasir. The Gary Trent and Nasir become your ten and eleven yeah. guys. Yeah. Instead of right now, oh my gosh, they're like, like our starters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding. Like six and seven. It's crazy what some health can do for you. Um, but yeah, that, that's what you know. Me and my buddy were talking about the the other night, and uh, I uh, I was a you know at first on the I don't think so, but the more and more I look at it, that's a that's a tough team. Yeah. yeah. Would you love to see Lillard in the finals? Oh my gosh, dude. Like just that mentality and that I'm gonna go for fifty tonight on the biggest <laughs> stage and hit threes from the logo and no one's gonna stop me. I think he'd be pulling from half court. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw oh who who said it the other day? Or someone on someone in the sports world said something about Man, you got to guard Damien. Like, it was back when Damien was on his tear, right? Averaging yeah. like 45 and 10. They're like, man, Blazers got a game on Wednesday. You got to start thinking about guarding Dame on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like the classic, like, oh, you got to guard him as soon as he s- steps out of the locker room. <laughs> We're talking yeah. days ahead of <laughs> yeah. the time. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, too it's bad funny. he got injured. We're just going to have to weather the storm without him. Oh, and the- he got snubbed on Player of the Month. Oh, yeah. Are we all yeah. in agreement there? Uh, yeah. Gosh dang it, man. They give it to LeBron. He was averaging like 40 points a game for the whole month. And... Gosh. I will, I will, you guys filibuster, I will pull up the uh, numbers. I tweeted out the numbers from uh, LeBron and Damian that month, and I'll, I'll read them off to everyone so we can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if they gave it to LeBron just because of everything the Lakers had gone through during the month, which. I guess the only reason I could I could think of. I mean, if you look at the stats straight up, and Lillard was carrying the Blazers on his back. Yeah, no kidding. As he continues to do so. But. Yeah. Too much weight though. Injured yeah. that groin. So, I got it. Um, your player of the month, LeBron James, averaged twenty four and a half points per game. Uh, on 50% shooting, 10.3 assists, and eight boards, and the Lakers went nine and four in that stretch. So very, very good numbers. I mean, almost a triple double. Highly efficient, um, solid win-loss record. I mean, if you want to play the team card, um, not the player of the month that month was Damian Lillard. Averaging 35.1 points per game, so we're talking over 10 points more. That's a lot. That's a That's big a, difference a right there. Um, 8.6 assists per game, so it's one and a half assists less. Um, 4.8 rebounds per game, so a um, little more than half of what LeBron was getting. 
Still, though, Damian Lillard was shooting 49.6% from the field, like on 10 more points per game. And the Blazers even went 9-7, and seven, which <laughs> uh, had the same amount of wins as the Lakers that month. They yeah. just played more games. <laughs> had a lot more games. So, um, I mean... That was a that was a little slap to the face. I felt like. Yeah, I agree. I was a uh, not super ecstatic about that one. Um, speaking of slaps to the face, did you all watch that Utah game no. uh, not too long ago? <laughs> Don't get me started. Yeah, <laughs> that was infuriating. Blatant goaltend. Like, can we fix this rule, NBA? Like. That needs to be an automatic reviewable thing. I, I heard it. I finally got it explained to me after I was done having a little tantrum over the whole thing. Um, but because it wasn't called a goaltend, they couldn't review it. Yeah, that's, that's right. The, that's the official yeah. statement that the NBA issued to cover their bums. Well, you don't cr- want to review everything when you get into the final like two minutes of a game because two minutes of games just get dragged on so long but I feel like okay last two minutes of the game if the game is within five points or ten points everything should be reviewable oh, yeah. have it in that that range because otherwise people are just going to drag it on even if they're losing by 15 people drag it on I mean for all the things you can challenge all the camera angles they have for something so blatant that I mean there's no this isn't just a oh he might have hacked him on the arm might have wasn't straight up this was Legit off the backboard, then the ball was touched, and the, which is two points. Tie ball game. Yeah, Get a stop. It, it wasn't one of those like questionable ones where is it coming down? Or yeah, is it above the cylinder? Yeah, it was off the backboard. That's the easiest one. Yep, <laughs> and against the Jazz. Need, need as many wins as we can get. I know you guys definitely have a little place in your heart for the Utah Jazz. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. That was not an ideal game there. No, that was um, frustrating, but I'm glad the NBA didn't find Lillard over his comments after. Exactly. Still, yeah. I mean, that, I think that in of itself is them admitting their fault right there. Mm-hmm. You know, he had every right to say what he did and and put that blame on them and, yeah. with good reason, but I think it was good the NBA didn't fight him for yeah but quoting Lillard here he's got plenty money plenty (laughs) money for those of you who missed it um (laughs) the NBA NBA I'm reading verbatim from this tweet NBA refs acknowledge they missed the goaltending Rudy committed on Lillard's shot and then it shows the uh official two two minute report from the NBA and uh some some guy some Jamie Spinks at JS 075 um, tweeted that uh, Lillard after uh, Lillard goes and quote tweets that and I'm going to keep it PG here because we are a family friendly podcast <laughs> uh, we don't want to hear this punk a shiz <laughs> and uh, Jamie says bro you're going to get fined big and uh, um, classically Damian Lillard quote tweets that saying plenty money <laughs> dude it is rolling in cash thanks to um the good people of uh, Rip City. Hey, it's um, it's Rip City Day today. Actually, hey, was that yesterday? Hey, is Rip City? I think that was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Officially, mayor came out and says Rip City Day yesterday. Happy Rip City Day. Then. Bill Shonley was there. 
yeah the the og um yeah um shout out to the allens for paying <laughs> yeah and paying, paying for that jody seems to be getting more involved in that is a Did top it. i i love seeing jody yeah. out there at games and yeah. stuff and she seems to be enjoying it. Can we talk about Jody a little more? I mean, is there many female, um, you know, sports owner figures out there that, that the, I can the Lakers owner the Lakers, at this point? Mm-hmm. Jeannie, Jeannie, mm-hmm. Jeannie Bush, Bush, whatever it is. Uh, is, is Kansas City, is the the Chiefs, but, uh, or I think there's the Hunt couple, family. I don't know if there's they're a still couple on. NFL teams with prominent women at the helm. I know, I know of, the, but obviously the Bowen Seattle Seahawks lady for um, Jody. the Broncos. Okay. Yeah, I mean, power to you. Uh, We're no, all for that. The Kansas City Chiefs is the son of the guy who founded it. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I I love it. There were so many rumors and things about the Blazers selling and losing the franchise to someone else or to a corporation and she's just stepped in and it's kind of taken over for where, where Paul left off mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure and yeah I mean it's all it's all speculation on our end but it seems like she's involved so that's kind of what we yeah. <laughs> we just want to see games team. and giving out yeah. stuff at the beginning of games and stuff like that so that's been yeah great been to see her out there shout yeah. out Jody Jody <laughs> Oh man, um, so yeah, that's a, that was a bummer. And Damien came out. I mean, after saying you know, every game from here on out for him was super. I mean, from then on out has been super important. He's saying, you know, one game will probably end up separating a playoff team from a non-playoff team. When, yeah. When we get down to it. So. Yeah, like you said earlier, was there 26 games left, and and we're four games back. I think the. The Grizzlies lost tonight, so got Ooh. one game closer. Whew. Shout out the Kings for a, a big win tonight. Shout out the Kings. Who, um, uh, who held it down for the Kings tonight? They, uh, ooh, Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes, seven, seven threes. threes. <laughs> so I'll take it. Any loss for the Grizzlies, and we got some big games coming up. But Yeah, we play the Grizzlies again soon, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I think we play them either two or three more times. So... so. Big games. It's gonna be, it's gonna be coming down the stretch. I think we're gonna see once Lillard's healthy. I think we're gonna see him forty minutes a night. Yeah, you know to, he's gonna he's gonna play all out to get us there. I love the time of year when he's just all right. We're gonna get the three seed, and I'm gonna go for it and drop <laughs> sixty and put the team on my back. He's doing it there for a while. So I think the most important is we're gonna need CJ to step up over the next week or so he's kind of had a rough stretch and hopefully the all-star break did him well and went on vacation somewhere with a beach <laughs> all-star break did you guys see dame dalla yeah on stage? engaged <laughs> and he got engaged yeah. he got engaged yeah, yeah big things happening yeah even even when damian lillard is hurt dame yes. dalla shines yeah <laughs> uh, first yeah. nba player to compete in all the all-star events and first NBA player to perform at the All-Star game. Yeah, the dude just breaks boundaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a fun All-Star break, though. There's an interesting um, take on the new scoring. of. Yeah, the, what'd you think of the fourth quarter, the Elam ending? or? Um, it was very exciting until 
the last bit, and I just had a feeling in my gut, and I went ahead and tweeted it out. I said, I bet this thing ends in a <laughs> James Harden free throw. I was a little off, but, man, classic NBA game. Got yeah. to go to a free throw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was a good good layout, mm-hmm. good setup how they had that, that game scored. Mm-hmm. Did you see that uh, Team Giannis threw together their own money to donate an additional 100000 to their charity. I did after. see that, yeah. So, great great news cool. from those guys. People were people were uh, ragging on Giannis big time for his draft strategy, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, the team LeBron looked way better on paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially when Damian was on it. Um, with Now it's Booker. But, yeah. 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 Did you but, see Giannis call out Harden? He called him out uh-uh. twice in the draft process. He said that he didn't want Harden because he dribbled too much. And then after the game in the press conference, he said their whole strategy in the fourth was to give the ball to whoever Harden was guarding oh, and go great. at him. And go after him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those two must, after ending one and two in the MVP race and Harden calling him out saying he thought he deserved it, maybe there's some beef between them. Giannis is, I mean, his nickname is the Greek Freak, and it's so fitting. He is incredible. Yeah, he the, is the best, like, the, the craziest thing that I see is when he's just, like, flat-footed, like, in the paint, like, kind of, like, backing him down. And then all of a sudden he does the, like, it looks like Space Jam MJ stretching <laughs> out his arm to, like, dunk over people, like, <laughs> and he's not even trying. There's an article in ESPN from the year that he was drafted that you should look up that talks about how he physically is a freak and the different parts of his body that are different than the average human and how much he differs that's it's a pretty interesting pretty interesting read talking about that Mm, interesting fun fact he used to follow me on twitter awesome (laughs) before before he made it before (laughs) his agent was like all right we need to cut away some of the fat here (laughs) yeah um he was it was probably like his second year in the league or something back when he was skinny kid from greece and he just had the you know name that no one could pronounce, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he did like a follow back thing on Twitter. He's like, he's like, retweet or like this, and I'll follow you back yeah, or something. I thought it was interesting the other day because he's you know he's expressed his love for Milwaukee and wanting to stay there, but the other day saying he wanting to he's wanting to play with his brothers no matter where it is, uh, which I thought was kind of the first time that I'd heard anything of him saying anything outside of Milwaukee. So I thought that was. Yeah, that was interesting. But, that is you know, that very interesting. Going somewhere besides Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, they yeah. have to prove to them they can take them far in the playoffs. Yeah, I, that's who I want to win this year. I yeah, def- I want Milwaukee to win. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I would like to see Milwaukee. I love LeBron, but it's a it's <laughs> tough because he's on <laughs> the, the Lakers. Lakers, man, the I Lakers. Know. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to see the Greek Freak win. I used to be the biggest LeBron hater for sure. Um, <laughs> When he went back to Cleveland, I was like, okay, we're, we're all good now. Actually, probably even, no, nah, I didn't really like him out the heat. <laughs> I was happy when San Antonio and Dallas beat them. Um, yeah. we, did we lo- did we get knocked out um, both years? So I know when we lost to Dallas, they won against Miami that first year that Miami got together. We lost to Dallas in the first or second round. I think we also lost to San Antonio when they won and mm. Kawhi got MVP against the Heat like the fourth year or something LeBron yeah. was with them. 
So, you know, yeah. the path of the championship runs through Rip City. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I remember that series against Dallas because I was at that crazy game where uh, Brandon Roy was in his last years, last legs, and we were down like 20 going into the fourth quarter, and he either scored or assisted on like 99% of our like fourth quarter plays, and <laughs> that, was, that, that was crazy. I was yeah. listening to the radio the other day, and it was um, for the Dallas game, and they had um, one of the announcers from Dallas on, or one of the play-by-play guys, one of those um, that's been there forever, and they're asking him about stuff, and he said that the loudest game, games that he's ever been to, home or away, is that series in Portland. Yeah, is that is wild that playoff <laughs> that playoff series and coming into the to I guess the Rose Garden at that time and and hearing all the fans there. He said it was just he will always say that was the loudest he's ever heard any any arena. There's a bunch of crazy people. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <in> Portland. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it happens everywhere, but um, yeah, I mean after the game, like everyone in the parking garage is just honking their horns, and it, it's so much fun. I mean, yeah. Any any game winner, I mean, oh, I feel yeah. like that happens at the Rose Garden, aka the Moda Center. Yeah. yeah. And I would have done anything to be at the OKC walk off. Oh, yeah, that would have been awesome to see. Wow. Yeah. A Fifty piece on a thirty-seven footer. <laughs> crazy there's so much like like animosity between those two teams too I know. <laughs> like, you can just feel it yeah <laughs> that just made it so much sweeter oh so guys uh we've hit the hour mark here um is there anything else we want to touch on on this um pilot pod um i don't know guys... solid performance yeah i'd like yeah. to hear from the our fans, our crowd out <laughs> yes. there listening. We, um, we hope you all like, subscribe, and we'll be setting up a Twitter account for you. At, at BlazerDads. At BlazerDads. At BlazerDads.com. It'll just direct you right back to here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send us questions and emails as we get going, or we'll come up with segments and things mm-hmm. and be able to answer people's questions and hope we can fulfill all your blazer needs <laughs> yeah. yeah and dad needs whatever yeah dad needs <laughs> but i mean we'll we'll get some more dad talk in here because that that's the theme here right yeah, yeah. <laughs> get some more dad talk get your kids some jerseys <laughs> yeah exactly Take her out of them fast well uh jj jeff where can we find you on the social media universe universe let the listeners know so on twitter i'm at jc watts 21 um follow me for some hot takes not yes. really but um you'll find me there um i love following my teams and tweeting things out there um and then you can email me at jeff at blazerdads.com oh. yeah i'm at twitter and you can watch my tweets every once every few years that's in a blue moon yeah, yeah. <laughs> gets on there. Uh, you'll Triple know when he's J mad when, he... <laughs> when it's when i'm mad and i want something free <laughs> yes Hey, you gotta shoot your shot on this yeah, like, trip to exactly. Hawaii. You never know. You and never like, know what you get. Everyone had the free trip to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, uh, this was really fun. Uh, I'm Nolan T. Smith on the uh, social media universe, Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun, and I cannot wait to continue this journey um, with all of you. 
um, especially you guys, JJ and Jeff. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out, Damian Lillard. What's up, guys? Nolan here from the Boys or Dads podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening. Feel free to like, subscribe, and follow us on Twitter at Boys or Dads or visit us at BlazerDads.com. Drive safely, everyone. And Rip City, baby!